the seamless garment is a thing that has been reanimated and reanimated and reanimated down through the last three generations by liberal American prelates is because they're doing the math here. And this is the Catholic teaching for formal cooperation, right? If you vote for a pro-abort politician because you like abortion and God knows your inner, inner drives, then that is formal cooperation it becomes as bad as the act of abortion itself. Now, if you want to vote for a, a you know, a pro-abort politician, I'll say that, stay away from the major political parties here, then you have to do so on the basis of there's a more pressing life issue, meaning that one of the guys you don't support from the other side would have to be on the other side of abortion or euthanasia in the church, according to that CDF document, which they're generally speaking on the other side is on the right side of that, those two issues, war, ecology, ecology is the new one. Um, and of course, uh, the death penalty, those don't count. We're not talking about the slaughter of innocence. So, uh, and you have to Cardinal factor in the certainty with which human life is going to be destroyed too, I think, which I think any honest progressive, and I don't know if that's an oxymoron, but would have to say that we don't know exactly, even with taking for granted some of these uh, far-fetched and, you know, kind of the, the fringe surveys on what exactly would happen if the earth continued warming, uh, how many lives would be lost. You have to factor in the, the inherent... Um, improbability versus probability of that thing versus the probability that a life is going to be lost if abortion stays legal. So we know it's a hundred percent. It's a one-to-one -one ratio. If abortion stays legal and somebody wants to take their, their baby into to the infanticide clinic, that life is going to be lost. That has to be weighed against the percentage chance that people are actually going to be dying because of like global warming. Right. Sure. But it's it's I mean, your point's valid. It's not only certainty, though, it's in, it's certainty as it combines with human agency. That's what makes for culpability. So even if one could argue in my classroom hypothetical, hey, I better kill this one student, one life versus 25 lives lost, one life lost is less evil. You know, and let's say I basically know this murderer means business so I can call I can skew up to it's a certain thing even though he might have a heart attack in these 10 minutes. Let's just say it's that 99.9% .9 is 100%. It doesn't matter. Even if it were certain that he's going to come back and kill all 25 of us, my agency, in other words, I'm not working my will toward that, that evil end. I'm, I'm always, you know, we're probably getting ready to um, get objects together in the classroom to kill the guy to try to save life the right way without, uh, without committing an uncommittable act, murder of one student, uh, ourselves. So, so it's certainty mixed with agency. And so, I mean, I, what I've never understood is why doesn't the church just come out and clarify <laughs> in, 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 you know, I guess to the, to the chagrin of American Protestants and secularists, even conservatives, that the church is telling its uh, sons and daughters how to vote. Hey, look, there's, you can, yeah. there's no, because one of the political parties in America and one of the major ones is on the wrong side of both of these issues that are non-negotiables. The other one is generally on the right side of it. Why not just why not just instantiate this? Quit leaving it to the imagination. Bishop McElroy has a dead uh, ringer answer for what's wrong. Well, there's a 
Yeah, there's a reason they're not doing it. It's because they're afraid of losing their nonprofit status. Uh, there's a law out there that if you advocate for um, a specific political party, I believe, this is my understanding, and I'm not an expert on this part of the law, but this is my working understanding. If you advocate as a church for one political party, you lose a tax-exempt status. So the church would end up paying a bunch. So they kind of have to do this through code. That's, yeah, to the best of my knowledge and belief, why it is. There's something else to be said, though. In there's the another reason, too. <laughs> What's that? Hey, go on. Yeah. There's uh, another reason, too. I didn't mean to interrupt that. Okay. Well, yeah, I think I know the other reason. I think because a lot of the the prelates, you know, might fall into the wrong ideological camp in this day and age, sad as that is. I was going to say, More than that. Um, this is where, again, the formal cooperation versus remote immediate material cooperation disti distinction becomes really important. Uh, and this is not some in, in Benedict XVI's statement, uh, but it's assumed. If you vote for a pro-abortion politician because of their stance on abortion, that's formal cooperation, and it, it's, it can never be done. So that rules out a bunch of the progressive Catholics who are going to vote for pro-abortion uh, candidates, right? Because let's face it, most of them aren't – most progressive Catholics out there are really pro-choice. It's let's not mince words here. They're not like voting for Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton in spite of their position on abortion. They're voting right. for Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders partly because of their position on abortion. And therefore, that's formal cooperation with evil. And you're guilty of the immoral act for which you're voting. So then with remote media material cooperation, you're just making a contribution to the act that does not lead to the commission of the act. Um, so it would be like a taxi driver taking somebody unwittingly to the, the abortion clinic or something like that. Uh, and when you're remotely, immediately material cooperate, materially cooperating, you're not guilty of the act when there's a proportionately serious reason to, to take part in the act, right? So again, this comes back to that proportionately serious. They're not just, they don't just have an out. And I think a lot of times people think as long as they can come up with a plausible reason why they can vote for Hillary Clinton as a Catholic, oh, her education policy or her environmental policy uh, is going to indirectly save lives. That doesn't trump, it, with this proportionality test, her direct attack on human life position with abortion and euthanasia. Yeah, the, to go back to the point I was making, here in uh, the Sochi book, The Secret of Benedict the Sixteenth. The first chapter opens up. It's called Who Wanted a Revolution and Why? I was looking for a couple direct quotes uh, and direct data on the USCCB's sad connection with the Democrat Party and uh, all, the, the, all the overlapping in funds that, that have been transferred over the last 10 years. It's really, really startling stuff. Um, the USCCB was, was told that this first chapter is all about uh, what happened at the end of the Obama administration, the connections with the Obama administration and the early uh, Francis pontificate, um, the, the major players were saying, look, really what needs to happen is the United States bishops need to shift their emphasis away from the life issues, 